Book marketing is like opening doors for your readers to find you. Not a stick you hit them with. Heather Hart. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Welcome back to our series on marketing, and we're diving a little bit deeper into multiple facets of marketing. Today's episode is applied to marketing in general, but we are, of course, talking about it in the context of authors and selling books. But you can actually apply these concepts to pretty much anything you're trying to sell. There are a couple of facts that you should know that will help inform your marketing patterns and what you should be doing. These come from entrepreneur.com. The first is that 80% of sales are made after the fifth follow-up. The second fact is only 10% of salespeople ever reach out five or more times. That means that 10% of the people selling something will sell 80% of the books being sold. What these facts are trying to tell you is that marketing is about filling a quota. I need to see something a certain number of times before I am inclined to act on it. That number is approximately five, but depending on your audience that you're reaching out to and your product, that number will shift. So think about it this way. When was the last time you picked up a book that you saw only once? You went into the bookstore, You saw it there on the shelf, you'd never heard of it, never seen it before, and you just say, I want to read that book. When was the last time that happened to you? Filling that quota can be based on a bunch of different things. It can be based on if they're already a fan. It can also depend on if you're in the target demographic. And it can also depend on how many different voices you've heard talking about the book. So each of these aspects have different values for you. Hearing your best friend say, hey, you have to read this book versus an ad you see on social media are going to influence you differently. I mentioned different platforms. I mentioned seeing it on Instagram or on Facebook or in the bookstore or on an ad on Amazon. That's what you want. You want your book, you want your marketing to show up in different places so that the person is exposed in a variety of ways. There is a marketing term for this called the ADA funnel. That's A-I-D-A. Like our opener said, you don't want to beat potential readers into submission. You want to expose them to it and let them build the desire and come to you. So ADA stands for awareness. Then the next deeper level is interest. Then the level after that is desire. And then the last level is action. Most marketing fails because you're going from awareness to action. You aren't building that interest. You aren't building that desire. First, it starts with the awareness. People can't buy your book if they don't know the book exists. And there are several ways that you can build awareness, just getting the cover or your name out there. Word of mouth is by far the best awareness. So that's part of it. There was a lot of negative around the Game of Thrones finale, and that got a lot of people who weren't previously interested going, okay, what is this Game of Thrones thing about? Or in the lead up to that terrible finale, 
everyone was talking about Game of Thrones, so you had a lot of people who weren't previously interested in fantasy story going out and watching this show. Another way to build awareness is pay-per-click ads. So if you're just seeing the branding in front of you, you're vaguely aware of it, and then you're exiting out, you're still partially filling that quota by increasing their awareness of your product. And finally, in the awareness category, you'll often hear us say the phrase research tangent. We are increasing your awareness of it, and that's all we're doing. We aren't trying to sell you on a concept or an idea. It's just a, here's something, if you're interested, you get the next move. So the next step after awareness, the target reader needs to then gain an interest in the story. They can't just be aware of it. Yes, I am aware that Nicholas Sparks writes a lot of books. Do I care? No. So you need them to become interested. This is more broad than your book specifically. This is more about being interested in you as an author, your author identity, which we will cover later this season, but them recognizing if they're in your target audience or not. So this is where I fall out of the Ada funnel for vampire romance novels. If you are properly applying your marketing techniques, you are gathering your target audience. You've got that base target audience starting to funnel towards the next step. You need that interest, though. They need to have something in the cover design in how they're exposed to it that will spark that interest of, okay, what is this about? This is where a lot of your Facebook ads go. So if for my Vigilante series, if you are a dog lover and you have your CCW, then you're right in my target audience. So your Facebook ads, you can narrow down with keywords, with interests that they've expressed on their profiles. And if this worked out, if you were able to gather the interest of the people exposed to your book, so if they were aware and then now they're interested, so they're taking that additional step to find out what it's about, the next step they need to drop into that slightly further tunnel is desire. They want to have your book specifically. So I am a Jack Reacher fan. I am interested in something that says Jack Reacher across the cover. But my desire has gone down for Andrew Child books. That's book specifically, regardless of the fandom in general. A lot of desire when it comes to marketing comes down to avoiding pain or generating pleasure. Avoiding pain would be, this is the easiest way to learn, blah, blah, blah. A lot of those are nonfiction, especially self-help. Generating pleasure tends to be more of the fiction, the entertainment side. But building that desire for your book specifically is this is how to solve your problem in a happy way or avoiding a bad way. One of the best resources within this step are your reviews. Having other people, your reviewers, say, I read this book and you should too because X, Y, and Z. So now you've got your audiences worked up, they're interested, they want to find your book. The last step is your call to action. This is where you finally get to say, buy the book. You are aware of it, you were interested enough to look into it, you gained the desire, now 
Act on it. Do something about it. This call to action exists almost always at the end of every ad that you'll see. Download now, available on this. You don't usually see click here right at the top. You'll see something at the top that is meant to spark the interest or the desire. And if you do see the call to action at the very beginning, you almost never follow through with it. If it's your first time visiting a website and the first thing you see is a pop-up saying, sign up for our newsletter. I back out of the website. That call to action is coming too soon. You haven't generated that interest. You haven't created that desire to be in touch with you. The steps to get your target audience down this funnel are going to be different based on the audience itself. There is no set formula for everybody. It all depends on where your audience is, what kind of things they're interested in, what kind of things they click on. So you are going to have to do the research into this. This is an introduction to get you aware of the idea, but in order to apply it, you have to do the footwork here. Again, plan on five exposures to your product before somebody is likely to act on it. So you can separate those exposures to fulfill different aspects of the Ada funnel. That's a lot of the work that I've been doing on Instagram personally. I have been diving into reels recently just to introduce my books out into the world. I'm not doing any call to actions yet. I am just building awareness, making people aware that it exists. At the same time, I am working on building that awareness of the book I'm currently working on by posting updates about my progress, about where I am, how I'm feeling about the writing process, keeping going so that people are aware that, hey, I'm working on something you might want to be interested in later once I get all of that out there. So if I post saying I had a terrible writing day, but I got through this one scene who's been holding me up the entire time, all I'm doing in the marketing realm is just making people aware. I'm not attempting to generate interest. Later on, when I post saying, hey, I use this and this person, and you might be interested if you like rope darts, that this would be a cool scene to pay attention to later on. Generating interest. Then I post a sample, and you read it and go, yes, this is exactly what I'm looking for in a book. I've created desire. Then when the book is released, the desire is there in your fan base. Then they'll be more likely to hit that pre-order button or purchase it right away because you've already funneled them towards that call to action as you're working towards releasing the book. A lot of what we've discussed today has been talked about by many marketing professionals across the globe. So if you want more to research, if you want to learn more about this particular topic, that's A-I-D-A funnel. That should send you in the right direction. So get out there, work on your marketing strategies, building the awareness, the interest, the desire, and then call to action. And all of that starts first with writing selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 